Welcome to episode 201 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I am joined today by a brand new voice to the podcast Airwaves. He is a keen adventurer who has been at every listener meetup. He's done 169 parkruns at 25 different events. He is co-ED of Shell Harbour Parkrun. His mother calls him Oliver, but we call him Ollie. Welcome to the co-host chair, Ollie Spake. Thanks, Mel. It's uh, it's different to be here, but very nice. So, Ollie, we're in charge. It's like when the parents are away and have left the kids in charge of the house. So I thought, while we've got the place to ourselves, let's throw a lockdown party. It's been a bit sad and stressful lately with no parkrun, and I think we need to have a parkrun party virtually, of course. What do you think? I'm all for it. I think that... Uh... In this current environment, uh, lockdown parties are the way to go, compliant, of course, and uh, yeah, stoked that you invited me. Thank you. You're welcome. So seeing as it's a parkrun party and parties need food, you need to bring a plate. So what would you bring? (laughs) What's your favourite parkrun party food? Uh, Well, okay, aside from coffee, um, I generally would, uh, I would look to bring cake because it is parkrun and parkrun is synonymous with cake and I have had lots of cake lately so I have lots to spare and look you know baked goods in general um danishes I won't mention the other baked goods name and look maybe even for a point of difference I'll bring a I'll bring a plate of watermelon because um I would eat that all by myself anyway if no one wanted it when when you say the other baked goods name, you're not talking about pasties, are you? Well, yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up quite that much, <laughs> but uh, yeah, pasties, past pasties. I can't. I don't. Don't even go there with the the English. Uh, I'll have to refer to Pippa again because, uh, yeah, no, I can't do it. But I just know in Australia it's a pasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pippa. <laughs> so Ollie. Mm-hmm. We're going to start right from the start and, and go with the informal version of your name so that you don't feel like you're getting in trouble from your mum. Or, or from Mel either, um, which hopefully I won't be. So you think perhaps if we haven't done a very good job at uh, co-hosting the podcast, you might get a, a Oliver, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> be like school, yeah. No, hopefully it'll stay Ollie. And, and I'm pleased to say that, especially because mum comes to Park Run too, it's Ollie all around. She does. She was at the very first palm. Yes. Yes. No, mum hates to miss a park run. And uh, yeah, no, she's often at Shell Harbour too. So Shell Harbour Co-ED, we met you at the very first park run adventure listener meetup. Ollie, the audience don't know you yet. Tell us about your park run story. Well, I have been park running for almost six years, if you include a little bit of the pause. Um, I started at Shell Harbour in 2014 and I just stumbled across one of the early events and it got me hooked. Yeah, the the community, the connections there just welcomed me back week in, week out and pretty quickly it was like, you know, an extension of the family. I think you know, it's pretty hard to to discount the community aspect to any park run, but I felt really connected to the Shell Harbour Park Run group. Um, from there, I think it was the volunteering aspect that kept me hooked. And, uh, look, 
I'll blame Brendan at every point, at every juncture, um, because, uh, yeah, he certainly sparked my interest in volunteering and just giving me some gentle nudges along the way, including listening to the pod. And pretty quickly it was a chance to run direct, which I was petrified of, you know, speaking to lots of people publicly, not my thing. And, uh, yeah, I haven't looked back. Not your thing. And here you are now co-hosting a podcast. Uh, so big step for you, I'm guessing. Well, it's a big change, but uh, it's park run, so, you know, what do you do? And when you say Brendan, uh, you're referring to Brendan Scholary, the co- your co-ED? Yes, yeah. So um, we've met Brendan at Palm and, and uh, obviously it was fantastic to, to come to the recent Park Run Adventures listeners meetup down in South Australia with Brendan and, and his daughter Em. Um, and, and look, he and his whole family have been fantastic and it's it's been a very quick almost six years in, in getting to know them. But, uh, yeah, I think you know, just as much Parkrun is a big part of the Saturday, so is Brendan and the family and, and obviously the, the whole group there. Okay, so what about the family? Mm. So who is behind the scenes with Team Spake? Well, yeah, look, I've enjoyed park running with everyone, um, but, I, look, I, I really enjoy the fact that, Mum is always keen for a park run. You know, she will, she'll adventure without me because you know adventuring is her thing. Um, whether it's park run or whether it's pop ups, Morocco and and all over the world. And uh, I think that you know she she spurs me on. Um, you know, she encourages me, and and that's helped make park run even more of a home. My oldest daughter Hannah has been a, a big part of Parkrun as well and, and you know, she's she's been part of the team. She's yeah, volunteered a lot. She's done 30 to 40 Parkruns herself, you know, waning in and out from time to time. And, look, I'd say they're, they're part of the more committed Parkrunners in the family. But uh, we have, however, registered the rest of the family and, and everyone got barcodes for Christmas, of course, wristbands and, and uh, key tags. And uh, it's just a matter of time before I think Zali gets her legs to, to take on the Shell Harbour course, which isn't easy for a seven-year-old. No, seven. Yeah, yeah. So just last Friday, actually. And, oh, happy uh, birthday, Zali. Yeah. So, um, yep, still got two cakes to, uh, to, to share a bit more of there. So I'm glad we're having this party. <laughs> and look... Zali's Zali's been keen to take on the course. Um, she's had one official finish because most of the other times she's done more than fifty percent on my shoulders. Wow, that's no mean feat coming from Shell Harbour because you guys have got some serious elevation happening down there. Yeah, it's um, we love our hills. Um, maybe a little less so with a with a seven year old or a six year old on our shoulders. But uh, hey, you know, I suppose it's another argument to. Uh, one day have a junior park run here. Ooh. Is that something you've looked into? Uh, I'd love to say yes, but uh, <laughs> but no. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, I can see the attraction. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So it sounds like mum, mum upstages you a little bit when it comes to the touring stakes, but you've got 25 events under your belt. Yeah, it's uh, – look, it's not quite podcast cred, but uh, it's um, – it's been great and um, trying desperately, despite all circumstances, as we all are this year, to uh, to increase that. I 
I'm part of the Vicarious Tourist Club, and uh, I think listening to the pod's been a big fix. You know, the the longest runs gets me out to a few a few more, but I think the the attraction of Shell Harbour and obviously being a part of the team there has has meant that it's uh, it's been just as special to to stay at home. But you know, that hasn't fortunately kept me away from some other great parkrun journeys. Speaking of um the longest run we actually did catch up last year i came up to new south wales for their longest run event and uh and you very kindly um chauffeured me around for all the events and you have appeared on the podcast last year because i recorded an interview with you uh yes of course yeah so look i've slipped in here and there um i think i think i actually popped up in episode 11 too but uh I um yeah just just slightly. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back and have another listen. No, no, we really don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, not not an easy thing to step in and co-host um, when when the parents are away. A podcast, uh, parkrun podcast, when there's no parkrun currently <laughs> currently going on. Um, I have developed my own weekly ritual which which I call Alice Palace Park Run which is basically yes. just running from my front door a 5k course around my local streets each week um, I'm currently pretty much doing that on my own so I'm really missing running with other people at the moment uh, Paul's kind of dropped off he, he's lost his interest a little bit so but I'm going out there at eight o'clock to keep my ritual going mm-hmm. and we're up to event eight sad to say i think that's brilliant well done mel <laughs> thank you um but what are you doing each week ollie uh look i can relate to paul um i think i had i'd underestimated how much the the volunteering and and the community side of the local park run really played a role um, it's been fantastic to have the sleep-ins, to be able to get up and spend time maybe not just gently nudging, <clears throat> pushing the children <laughs> you know, to, to maybe give it a go again. Um, but, the yeah, the, the park run morning has been something that I've, I've only managed once. So, uh, look, I tried, I'll call it Bass Point Park Run, and um, it was spurred on, thankfully, by a great, pod to listen to so look that's that's been part of the essential part i think we've talked about well mel and the and the the team have talked about recently just how hard it is to get to listen to your podcasts so um that was part of the drive so thank you everyone um but what you're doing with the uh, the eight events so far has been fantastic and i'm hoping to apply a bit of inspiration there to to get my backside in gear and and get out so I'm not sure how close you actually live to your local park run to Shell Harbour, but do you, have you actually had the opportunity to to visit Shell Harbour during lockdown? Are you close enough that you can get there and you know just during the day on your own, obviously social distancing and and do the course? Yeah, yeah. Look, that's probably a little embarrassing. I'm down the hill from Park Run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's it's uh, less than one kilometre to run up the hill from my house through uh, through the town here, through the suburb, and uh, come out at a little part that unofficially I call the Woods Between Worlds. So that's where I step out of my 
day-to-day life across a little footbridge through a, a windy track into the woods and I pop out at the top of Heartbreak Hill at Shell Harbour Park Run, which is the best place to appear because you can either run from virtually the straight from there or run down the hill. So uh, it just completely removes that hill part. Um, I've been out a couple of times, never at park run time, of course. Yeah, usually it's it's before a work day, uh, but, yeah, hope, hoping to get back out of a weekend and uh, enjoy the course. Has there been any... Friday the 13th since lockdown I haven't been keeping track but I know Shell Harbour they do their what do you call it uh let's just call it a run in the dark dark Um, run a a dark run yes yes yeah so there has not been a Friday the 13th we came very close or the months the months are all a blur aren't they Mel um (laughs) March was very long there must have been one in March (laughs) um but perhaps, perhaps it was February. Um, but yes, yeah, it's good fun. I mean, we're really fortunate to run in the state park. The state park are fantastic at just obviously letting the whole community have access to you know, the, the beautiful surrounds, the farm beach and, and Killalee. And I know it's something that you know, Brendan has certainly supported, and and you know, the, the, a few of us other members of the community is, is get out there um, sometimes and particularly on a Friday the 13th where it feels a bit more spooky, get out there as the sun's setting and, and just in, enjoy a good uh, evening meal of bugs as we take <laughs> on the course in the dark. I love that. I love that Shell Harbour has that tradition and, and you know, different park runs have their little unique things that, that just set them aside from other park runs and Shell Harbour certainly has that. Now, I... I don't live as close to you probably mm. to my local parkrun or my home parkrun, which is Toolan Creek. Mm-hmm. And um, although it's tantalisingly close as the crow flies, unfortunately I live in an estate where the, the footpaths aren't um, fully developed and I can't run. I can't uh, – I can see it, but I can't uh, get there by foot. Um, however, the – the other day, I was I was on my way to food shop, and I, I thought mm, I, I have to practically drive past the start of Park Run to go to food shopping. So I might just like stop on my way there. And it was so nice just to get on the Park Run course um, and have a break from running around the block, and and just to to visit and reconnect to my Park Run course. So I really did enjoy that. And Toolan Creek, I can't wait to get back there. Uh, when we are allowed in an official sense. Um, I'm curious, Mel, what what do you miss most about Parkrun and Parkrun Morning? I think the thing that I miss the most is the travel, the car trip, you know. So because Paul and I and Zoe, we're, we're very big tourists and, mm. and often our Parkrun Morning involves quite long car trips. And what I've realised is that is, a, that is an opportunity where we sit where we're together as just the three of us and there's no distractions and we're in the car and we can talk. Hmm. And that that's very important family time that we have uh, in our busy lives that that we that we spend together and, and we discuss things and, and you know, just that journey that we have. Um, and I miss that. I miss I miss the long car trips and the early starts. Uh, and I mean who needs a reason to go to Park Run, of course? But uh, yeah, I can relate. I mean, I 
I think it was um, the same weekend that we saw Paul and Zoe and and the doggies out at was it Wang Park Run? Oh yes, yes. But that was you know that was a great experience. That's when you know Mum and Hannah and I went off to a, a family wedding down just out from Wangaratta and uh, yeah, bumped into you guys. Well, to part of the family, and um, yeah. It, there was something special about just having that time, having that shared experience. And yeah, of course that wasn't all park run, but yeah, you guys, you guys go on some fantastic adventures. You surely must be looking forward to that again. I am. I I don't know that Zoe is. I think she um, isn't always very keen on the early morning starts. Uh, she's very keen on the brunch. She's quite happy about the brunch. I've tried to, yeah, I, uh, we usually let her have a treat, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with her, with her pancakes and her cakes and whatever at, at, at uh, post park run catch-ups. And I've tried to entice her out in the mornings as, as maybe my volunteer photographer of Alice Palace Park Run. I haven't been successful yet, but somehow she still managed to get the post park run treat. So, um, yeah, I'm a bit slack with that. I, I might have to get a bit stricter. <laughs> well, not wanting to jump onto sides here, but I suppose I'm now relating to Paul and Zoe there. Um, yes, park run treats without the park run. <laughs> we'll have to get stricter. <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about what have you missed about not being able to go? I think it's just it's a bit of a lifestyle thing. It's It's been a long time doing it, but you know, it's it's a huge connection. It's the heartbeat of the week sometimes. You know, you're having a hard week and, and uh, your park run is it's a snapshot into somewhere you've never been, even if it's just – a random track, 75 kilometres, 375 kilometres in some of your cases away. Um, but it's just a little reset. It's a little red button that just says, bang, yeah, something a bit different. And we're obviously all we're all struggling without that little reset button. There is no reset button. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, so, yeah, r- routines are probably um, the, the coping mechanism. And I'll, I'm... Um, Oh, look, I'll be proud. I'll be proud and say I'm working on my winter COVID body. Thank you, Scotty. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've inserted new routines here. We purchased the cheap pool table. We play pool on a Saturday now in the garage, which has become a classroom quasi-bar. Um, but what I do miss is obviously getting up there, getting the welcome, you know, the welcome from from M and, and the rest of the, the team up at Shell Harbour or just walking in and just seeing how a new bunch of, of park runners that I've never met before tick. I completely agree with you with that, Ollie, because I've always said that since I began park running, I look forward to Saturday mornings every week like it's Christmas morning. It's just that thing that I look forward to every Saturday. I wake up Saturday morning, I jump out of bed because it's Saturday morning and I'm so excited to go off to park run. And yes, completely, that is what I miss. And oh, can't wait for it to come back. And it's just, it keeps me going because I know eventually it will come back and we can get back there. Um, we've probably... Uh, substituted that 
with our own little ritual. So, and yep. it's a, it's a it's a food based ritual. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> no arguments here. <laughs> At Ellis Palace, we're having our Sunday uh, or Saturday afternoon um, snacks. So we, we're just we're just having a little. Um, platter of dips and and bickies well not because i'm low carb but dips and and cabana and 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 celery sticks uh and we and we but we come together and and i think that's the point i put the platter together we have some grapes as well um i put the platter together and we just come together and we sit out on our deck in the sunshine in the afternoon and and we and we spend time and we just enjoy that and so i suppose that's probably the closest thing we've come to replacing our our experience our parkrun experience each week um, in in a connective way yeah mm. and i mean how's the quiz going have you almost won or or indeed <laughs> won any more parkrun quizzes lately since, since my pb of coming yes. second uh I continue to partake and I look forward to that as well. And luckily, um, YouTube is very kind to give me a little prompt when I might have had a few too many wines on a Saturday afternoon that uh, I have to run inside and jump online and quickly jump into the quiz. Uh, I did okay this week. I I think I I got 13 out of 15. So that's... That's not too bad. That's um, a little more than okay, I think. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm doing okay and I really enjoy it. it and it's, Parkrun's doing a fabulous job of keeping the community connected. And yes. Yeah. Are you, are, have you been doing the quiz? Uh, look, I have attempted the quiz. Um, I didn't think I was that bad at routines and technology, but um, I, I have been inhibited by my... <laughs> My lack of, um, well, let's say YouTube reminders and um, <laughs> yeah, set up. So, uh, yeah, no 13s out of 15s for me here. But you're right. It's it's fabulous initiative and any opportunity to, to just sort of touch base and to get back to the things that have become very dear to all of us. You know, again, 5K walk, stroll, run, whatever it might be, or just a volunteer and miss the high fives. Um, you know, it's 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 a little part of life, but it's also you know, such a big thing. So, yeah, it will be good to get back to it. But at the same time, it's been yeah, fantastic to see all of the initiative out there, and uh, <laughs> it, uh, it it allowed me this opportunity. So, uh, I'm not complaining. Well, I am, but you know, <laughs> I think um, with the YouTube quiz, the equivalent mm. of the high fives is trying to keep up with that chat. <laughs> have you have you tried to keep up with that chat that goes down the side? I mean, seriously, I I, <laughs> I say I say hello, I'm here, and then vroom, 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 vroom. you know, yeah, so hard to keep. Yeah, on. I try to say hello to my friends that I spot that are also online, and I know there's a couple. I know Tok Tok jumps on, and, yep. and Supercell jumps on, so I see those names whiz past as I as I try to um, reply. Oh, and Bruce. Bruce Purdy, mm-hmm. he, yep. I've seen him there every week. So hello to all those guys. Um, yeah, but but Ollie, we're having a party yeah. here. Um, yes. I think we need to put out an invitation to our party. We, we need to include somebody. I think we need a guest. So how about we do that? 
I think that's a great idea. Um, have you got any good suggestions, Mel? Yeah, I think so. Let's see who we can find. Okay. Our guest today is a South Australian ED whose parkrun journey spans multiple countries. She is Lockie All, parkrun's hostess with the mostess. Welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, Janet Llewellyn-Reed. Well, hello, Mel. Lovely to speak to you again. It's been a while. A lot has changed since we last saw each other, which was at uh, Palm 20. It was, and um, we're having a party. We are indeed. Got my hat on. Oh, excellent. Now, um, I think your invitation should have said that you had to bring a plate. Yes. So um, what have you brought? Well, uh, in keeping with Park Run, um, I have um, – well, it was going to be a bowl of chips because they make the best hot chips at, at Lockyer Park Run, but they were eaten by my husband and son. So I have some cheese and biscuits and a lovely glass of red Shiraz from South Australia. Beautiful. I knew, I knew you'd have some um, alcohol. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I've had a little look at your, your parkrun pedigree, 206 events, mm-hmm. 24 different events, three countries. Mm-hmm. How did parkrun begin in your life? <laughs> Gosh, that sounds quite impressive when you put it like that. Um, yeah, uh, well, we were still living back in South Africa and uh, a friend heard about Parkrun and we were doing a, a challenge and she said, well, let's go along, see what it's about. And um, yeah, a bit, I'm afraid. And so I did uh, 20, 20 Parkruns at Route 44, um, which is in Stellenbosch, about um, 20 minutes outside of Cape Town. And uh, really loved it, volunteered there. It was a great team. And uh, I remember the celebrations we had when we hit 300 people. They now average about 1,000 every Saturday. So um, it's grown substantially. But uh, that's where it started for me. Yep. Yeah, and the, and the numbers in South Africa seem to grow by the month. I mean, do you have any idea why it's taken so well in South Africa? Um, Ollie, I think one of the biggest things is probably the fact that it's free. Um, it's all inclusive, and um, I think given given um, South South Africa's past and its history, to have something like parkrun there is really fabulous. Um, Bruce Fordyce brought it to South Africa, and uh, the fact that everybody can just go along and uh, participate and not have to pay for anything uh that's i'm sure that's the reason why and of course there's such beautiful venues over there as well lovely routes uh route 44 that i did was through uh vineyards and uphills and so it was more of a a trail park run but it was it was really beautiful yeah yeah i have to admit i did google route 44 and that was the first thing i noticed wine (laughs) um What's the course like? Uh, very much a trail run. You sort of start off, go through uh, what becomes a car park later on in, in the morning um, over a little bridge. As I recall, you turn left. It's a, a sand sand road through the vineyards. You do a sort of couple of loops and then you go up a little hill, short, steep, clay-filled little hill. And then you start the climb and you go up and you go up and you go up and you go up and run along a 
uh, a pine forest and you've got the vineyards dropping down to your right and just when you get to the top of that hill you think it can't get any worse and you turn left and you go up another hill and then you turn right and you go up another hill and then you start coming back down again but when you get to the top the views are just spectacular you look over all the vineyards you look out to the sea you can see the market being set up down below you it's it's beautiful summer winter spring autumn it's it's a lovely lovely venue i recommend everybody goes and has a go there so janet i know that scott has mentioned in the past that the parkrun adventurers need to do a trip to south africa so uh, this would sound like the perfect trip for me to route 44 yes but you emigrated to australia and uh how, how did you get from running at Route 44 to being an event director at Lockheel? <laughs> well, our daughter immigrated about 10 years ago and our son around eight years ago. Um, so when we would come over here to visit them, we went to Torrance a couple of times, but it's a bit far away from where they were staying. But we still went along once we emigrated. And then we took a bit of a year off Park Run. I know, shock and horror, Janet didn't go to Park Run for a year. But um, we noticed that a new park run was opening at uh, somewhere called Lockheel. So we Googled it, not being at all familiar with the surroundings and found it was only 15 minutes away from us. So we went to the launch of Lockheel Park Run and we have, unless we're touristing, been there almost every Saturday since. And just love it. Just love the community and the location. And uh, it's, my, it's my hashtag happy place. But, but how did you become event director? You must have. Um... <laughs> I started volunteering, really enjoyed that. And then um, somebody asked me if I'd like to have a go at being run director and, you know, being the uh, shrinking violet that I am, I thought <laughs> about it. And a couple of seconds later, I said, yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. And uh, started run directing and absolutely loved it. Really, really enjoyed that part of it for me is just encouraging everybody back home over the finish line. I, uh, I get a little animated there, but uh, they're used to me. Then we had a wonderful event director at the time, Alicia Hopper, and uh, Alicia stepped down to start Pack of the Canthy Park Run um, in the city, and she asked if I would be interested in being event director. That one took me a little bit longer to think about and make up my mind, probably two minutes, and um, that's how I became event director at, at Lockyer Park Run. You've got quite a unique situation there with the golf club and, and you have, is it a cafe? Some sort of- Just really like a little coffee shop and, um, and uh, they make chips and baguettes, but um, have a liquor license. They do. We, <laughs> we enjoyed the um, the hospitality of uh, the the coffee shop when we came to visit for Palm, and it was um, it was quite unique. <laughs> Janet, the um, the course is quite beautiful. I mean, we went there during the Palm visit, and you know, I think we we had to walk the course. You know, some were some were jogging, some were running, but uh, yeah, I think uh, a few of us found that you know, we we had to walk, we had to stop and take pictures along the way of all of the koalas. And just taking the surrounds. I mean, it's a it's a pretty fantastic place to spend on a Saturday morning. Um, you're happy you found that as your home, and you haven't you know, gone off and started other events like some of the others in the team. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy. Like I said, I've always hashtag happy place for for Lock Hill for me. Uh, it is pretty, and um, 
I'm I'm very passionate about koalas and volunteer with Adelaide Koala Rescue. So uh, some of them I know by name, but you'll see in the trees along there. We always look out for them. Um, it is a pretty route. And we're also very, very lucky that we have an exceptionally good relationship with uh, Campbelltown Council, um, and they maintain the path for us, the route, uh, very, very well. And that, that does make a difference, especially when it comes to the, the winter months and we have all the heavy rain. But it's a sealed, it's a sealed track and we've got a couple of little, little hills and, um, the local community are very used to us on a Saturday morning. So they know they'll have around 300 of us come bounding on the, on the pathway and, uh, say hello and cheer and wave. And so we've got a good relationship with the local community as well. But um, as you said, it is a pretty, it is a pretty course, and and we're very proud of it. Oh yeah, no, it was um, it was a lovely way to spend an afternoon, and I think a park run morning would be uh, all the more magic. Now, um, for any of the visitors still to make it out to Lockheel, can you share with us some of the koala names? <laughs> uh, well, of course, we've got a Lockie there. We'd have to have one, and then we've got uh, Annie and her little one, Joyce. And uh, we've obviously got a Bruce there too. It wouldn't be complete without a Bruce and a Sheila, would it? And then we've actually got a, a, a mum and Joey there at the moment that um, haven't got names, they're not tagged yet. So we're waiting to see what's going to happen with them. We had a little one that we rescued about, oh, about four weeks ago. We found him sitting shivering in the tree all on his own, soaking wet. So uh, he went off to the uh, care facility and... Um, I think they named him Joe, uh, and he'll be back one of these days as well. Uh, so there's there's quite a few. That's fantastic, and um, yeah, hadn't realised you had that relationship with yeah with the wildlife there. I think the most I've counted on a walk along there is ten. Oh well, we we were astounded by three. So uh, we'll have to make it back out there and see them when they're all out. What time of day do they all make it out? Oh, there's quite a lot of them early in the morning. It's just it's lovely to watch them all waking up. Um, and then I suppose it just depends on on the day and what their their mood is like. They're uh, they're very individual, each one of them. Janet, I know that you've been a streaker, and so I guess that that started from Streaky September. So, how long did you streak for, and did you do a full twelve months? Ah, uh, yep, right. I did start with with Streaky September. Um, I think I'm into my third year now. And I haven't missed a day. And that is the truth. So I have no idea how many days I'm on anymore, but I think I'm I'm well over well, I would be well over seven hundred, I think. I know I, th I think probably a bit ahead of top, but yeah. That's incredible. Well done. Yeah. And it's now become a little bit of an obsession. I, I have to do it. I, I cannot not to do my minimum of, of two kilometres. And I think um, health-wise, it's been, it's been really, really good for me, just getting out there every single day. And I don't always run. I walk, I stop and look at gardens and things around me, and it's just it's my little two kilometres of my time. That's a, a fantastic effort. I think I lasted all of about... 32 days so I, I made it to October but Janet that's that's amazing and you're also part of the Parkrun Adventurer podcast family so how did you discover Parkrun Adventurers? Well Streaky September and uh, the podcast 
kind of went hand in hand because I saw this thing about streaky September and the streaky part caught my eye because I love bacon and I love streaky bacon. So when I saw streaky September, I immediately thought, oh, this must be something to do with bacon every day of September, maybe different recipes or something like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with bacon. And um, I'm glad because I'm still here streaking. And uh, the podcast is just, yeah, it's a highlight for me. I, I enjoy the banter. I enjoy hearing about the different parklands, and especially now that we hear from international ones as well, that's great. And normally my podcast either goes with me on one of my streaks or I settle down with um, some liquid refreshment and listen to, to the podcast that way. Now you've travelled around South, uh, South Africa, South Australia, a little bit since you've uh, made it out there. What have been some of the highlights of other park runs you've been to in the state? Oh, uh, my Gambia, the Blue Lake. Absolutely love that. We spent the weekend down there and uh, went to the uh, Kunawara and, and uh, sampled some of the wares there. Um, I love Mount Barker. I like the community there and I love the Laratinga Wetlands. That's, that's very nice. Uh, Port Lincoln was wonderful. That was a lovely park run. Um, great people, and being in such a seafood capital, I was in my element there. Where else? Um, mm, I was meant to have been at at uh, Barossa Valley this weekend at Nuriupton doing their park run, but plans changed. Um, so we'll put that one on hold for a little while longer. But Renmark, Renmark's a lovely one. Great community there too. Jubilee Way just down the road from me, Mawson Lakes. Each one brings its own uniqueness and community, and I think that's the one thing I really enjoy about Parkrun is the, the versatility and the, um, the different locations and scenery. It's just it's so much. Um, Janet, uh, can I just mention that you seem to have not come to the greatest state yet? Uh, that's probably because I live there. <laughs> Fair enough. But when are you coming to the real great estate in Victoria <laughs> to visit me? Well, I'm 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 really keen to do uh Alice Ellis Park run. Oh sorry, Ellis <laughs> Ellis Park run. But I do believe that by the time I get there that one may be on hold. But yeah, as soon as this is all over and behind us, uh, yeah, we definitely plan to do some some interstate uh, travelling and uh, start ticking off that little bucket list too. That's great. And that is exactly what I wanted to ask you. So when Parkrun returns, what are three things that you're looking forward to? <gasps> oh, that's easy as. Hugs, hugs, hugs and more hugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 a hugger and I'm I'm missing all the park run hugs. I really am. But no, what would I really be looking forward to? Being being back with my with my community, um, being back with all those those fabulous people and and all the children. Uh, they're the highlight of park run for me. Uh, I just love watching them grow and you know they chase me. They're all faster than me. Um, and I, I really love that. So yeah, to be to be back with, with our community and have our Lockheel Parkland family back together again, that's going to be wonderful. Um 
just knowing that it's it's there on Saturday morning again, that is, that is just going to be great. And um, probably getting back to volunteering because, strangely, I can go and run any time that I am missing volunteering. I think um, you're very right there, Janet, because as much as we can go out for a run whenever we want, it's just that something's just really missing and it's it's seeing our friends it's mm. getting together it's the chats we have it's the catching up every week and uh yeah it's definitely leaving a big hole in our life it, it is it is and we we've been doing a virtual briefing um on a on a saturday morning so at 7 15 normal one time we uh, we go live and we we do a briefing and each run director takes a turn up the eight fabulous run directors and uh, they host the, uh, the the briefing, and we encourage everybody to share their birthdays, anniversaries with us because those are our current milestones. And then to go out and do your your park run somewhere, and then you just uh, add your name under the the morning's video to say where you've been, and um, and we add up all our kilometres and our different routes, and we do our results of our virtual event on the on the Sunday morning. So that's keeping us all all connected, and um, yeah, we're getting a good response to that too. Oh, that's really good. I'm glad that Lockheel found a way to keep engaged with their park runners. And thank you, Janet. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your park run history with us today on the podcast. And we look forward to you coming to visit us in Victoria and no doubt up north in Newcastle or Shell Harbour, up, up Ollie's Way sometime in the future. Definitely, definitely. And thank you. And May we all return to Park Run soon. Thank you, Janet. Yes, I hope so too, Mel. And Oli, Mel, thank you so much for having me on. It's been wonderful. It's been a great experience. And uh, just to all our fabulous Park Run adventurers, stay safe, take care. And as you say, we will be back stronger than ever before. We will. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. Thanks, Mel. Cheers, Oli. So, given this is a party, Mel, I do like to make an effort. I brought the pink wig, but what are you wearing to the party? Apricot. Hello. So, <laughs> <laughs> I ordered one of those new whizbang put whatever you want on your parkrun apricot singlets. Mm. Had to have one of those, you know, because not that I need another running top, but I had to have a personalised one. Ah, so what is your personalised apricot? Well, it says, well, this is spoiling a surprise. I wish I could post a photo. It says adventurer and then I've got my barcode number. So I am adventurer 860793. Uh Aha. So you weren't weren't tempted to formalise the uh, Ellis Palace park run or? I actually was. So this is the thing. So there's many things that ran through my my brain um, and that was one of them. Do I put Alice Palace Park Run? Do I go with uh, my my barcode number? And I also go by a bit of a hashtag that's hashtag be like Mel. So that was also a consideration. Um, Yeah, but the barcode number won out. I just felt like that was what I wanted to make my statement. So yeah. Yeah, so that's the party clothes with the uh, 
the cheetah ears. I've got the cheetah ears with the apricot. Of course. So, so that yes. is my my park run. I should ask you, Ollie. What is your park run group? Well, uh, look, I am yet to sign up to a club and yet to sign up to a personalised apricot. So I, I have huge envy for your um, adventurer park run barcode ID apricot. <laughs> Not to mention some of the others we've heard about recently. I mean, Scott's. Scott's collection sounds amazing, and and some of the other ingenious ideas. I am in traditional Shell Harbour apricot, of course. Uh, let's call it formal wear, <laughs> and uh, and cap, of course. Um, and look to top it all off the pink wig because it's kind of grown on me. <laughs> as as has the ISO beard, of course, which. I'm being told firmly by my daughter cannot be dyed pink. Oh, yeah, probably not a good look. Yeah, no, no, unprofessional, absolutely. But, Ollie, we've probably not invited enough people to our parkrun party uh, while the parents have been away. Um, I, I don't think we've wrecked the house. I think... You think we've underdone it, yeah. <laughs> I think we've left it in um, in a good condition. So we might get invited back. Look. I hope so. It's it's been good fun, and and hopefully Mel has enjoyed her week or weeks. You know, weeks are a fluid thing nowadays, aren't they? <laughs> um, Mel's we'll just call it a week. Mel's enjoyed her week off, and we we certainly haven't broken anything. I think. Yeah, it would it would be fun. Okay. Well, Mel, thank you for giving us this opportunity to co-host uh, in your absence. I hope we did you proud and we look forward to listening to you next week on the next episode of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Thank you, Mel, and thank you, Mel. <laughs> Bye, Ollie. Bye, Mel. Bye, Mel.